You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, this is Randy Cross from CBS Sports Network and Inside College Football, and I love to listen to the Jake Brown Show. And welcome to the Jake Brown Show. CBS Radio is played on iTunes and Spotify. Football season has arrived. The Patriots and Chiefs tonight. It's finally going down despite all these stories off the field that have just taken over, whether it's Zeke, whether it's Michael Bennett, uh, whether it's Colin Kaepernick, uh, whatever it may be. And to break it all down and to preview the 2017 season with us now as three-time Super Bowl champ, and he's a CBS Sports Network analyst. You catch him on Inside College Football on Tuesday nights. Uh, you're calling the you said the the Navy game this weekend. Um, yeah. Randy Cross joining us. What's going on, man? Not much, Jake. Doing uh, doing pretty well. It's good that uh, pro football gets going, or at least the real the real games get going here tonight. So uh, pretty excited about that. Yeah. So so you're calling college. You're calling Na- who's Navy playing this weekend? Uh, Tulane. Tulane. So that should be a Navy win or no? Uh, it should be. Yeah. It should be. But you know it's. Who knows? You read up on you read up on the season every year, and most most pundits have Navy about three spots lower than they usually end up. So, uh, as happens most every year with them, you kind of got to wait and stay tuned. Yeah, you never know. I mean, let's let's talk some football. Your last time we talked, it was before the I believe it was when the playoffs maybe started. You said Falcons will get to the Super Bowl. I think you said Falcons Patriots. You were right. I think you said the Falcons would win it. They were as close as you can potentially get uh, to winning <laughs> it. Three quarters, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you were literally like milliseconds away, and then twenty-eight-three happened. Tom Brady happened, and the rest is history. Uh, we also talked then. I thought you said the you wouldn't let Colin Kaepernick fold your towels, and he's still not folding towels, or he is folding towels, still without a job, um, as that story is just never ending. Um, do you, first off, on Kaepernick, do you think after Week One, uh, if there's an injury or something happens, do you think someone signs him? I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. I, I think if you look at his tape objectively, and you know you want a guy that you know can run a NFL offense, you're not going to look at him too long because he's never really proven he can run an NFL offense. Because you know guys that guys that get out and do the crazy things that he can do. Um, they can't do that forever. They can't do that for very long. You, you've got to learn your craft. You've got to become a real quarterback. And as much as it sticks in people's craw, um, a lot of people out there, um, he's not anywhere even in the same zip code as a real professional quarterback. Yeah, and a lot of teams would have to change up their playbook in order to fit Kaepernick's style of play, which seems to be a problem. I think, honestly, the Jaguars should take a shot at him as – Maybe as a backup because I think Blake Bortles, I mean, they've given this guy so many chances, and it's just like, when is the last chance? I mean, I don't think Blake Bortles is the answer in Jacksonville. So maybe they give a shot, and maybe if Flacco ends up his back flaring up again, maybe the Ravens give him a shot. Those are probably the two best scenarios for him. Um, But we'll see. It's a never-ending story with this guy. Um, You know, or maybe he's just Jake. Maybe he's just a social activist. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's – maybe he – learns at the knee of Dr. Harry Edwards out at Berkeley and um, 
that's what he does for the rest of his life. And if that's what he does, he's off to a hell of a start. I mean, give credit where credit's due. He's he's donated a lot of money and helped raise a lot of money for various causes. Yeah, and he's made enough in his career where he'll be just fine. Um, he'll get his, his NFL pension. He'll get all that, and uh, I'm sure he'll make money doing everything else he wants to do. So you're right. But I, I do think he's still – Part of him does want to play and prove to everyone, you know what, I could still play in this league. Um, but again, he, nothing happens for week one because if you're on that week one roster, your your salary is guaranteed for the entire year, and I know no one wants to pay him for the whole year. In other news, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Randy, are you as confused as me on this suspension? It looks like it's going to be upheld, but they're saying the arbitrator ruled too late and he's going to play week one. I mean, how confusing is this? It's pretty confusing. I mean – it's hard to sort of keep track of exactly what the result is at times. Um, though you look at it, it's hard to make a, an argument that the NFL could have handled this whole thing worse, that it could look worse, that, you know, the whole thing about what they say, life is timing. Well, if you're looking at a, a subject, you know, like domestic violence, like, you know, all of the things that fit under that category. You couldn't ask for a, a worse job being done by a public entity, unless you were to go to Baylor on the college side. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's right there with it. Randy Cross joining us here. Follow him on Twitter, at Randy Cross FB. Does that, I mean, we'll start in the NFC East here as we, as we break down the NFL and preview the season. Does this suspension make you think that the Giants should open up and win this division? Is Dallas your favorite? People think the Eagles are being slept on. Uh, what's your outlook on the NFC East? Well, I, for starters, I, I like Dallas, mm-hmm. um, especially now that they're going to have they're going to have Zeke the first week. You know, which against that Giants defense probably going to come in handy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is a division. I think the the NFC East and the NFC South are probably the best argument you can make for three teams making the playoffs out of that division. So that, they, they are really, really good in those divisions. And I think the East, you know, you look at the Giants, the Cowboys, and I guess the Eagles. I'll believe the Eagles when I see it. But, you know, I also am not going to totally discount Washington. But, you know, I, I believe Giants and Giants and Cowboys to me are clearly the, the top two in that division. Who would your pick be right now? Um, I'd go to Dallas. Okay. Yeah, I think the one of those two should get a wild card spot. As, I, just, I don't trust the Redskins. I know Kirk Cousins will put up his 4,500 yards or, or whatsoever, but I just don't think they have enough firepower offensively losing to Sean Jackson. Robert Kelly, I, I like him, but I don't know if he's an every down back. So I, I just don't know if the Redskins have enough to compete. Um, the Eagles, obviously, with Carson Wentz and Alagara Blunt, should be interesting in the backfield, and they have Torrey Smith there, and you add Alshon Jeffrey. If he can stay on the field, they will be um, interesting as well. The North is going to be, I mean, pretty much the Packers division, you would say, to, to lock this up. The Lions are always there, but I don't know if the Vikings have enough and the Bears obviously don't have enough. Uh, is it Packers or Bust here in the North? I think it's, uh, I, to me, it's Packers or Vikings. Hmm. I like uh, I like that defense that Zimmer's got. And I think in that division, you know, you can you can get a split with everybody in that division with a good solid defense. 
and that gives you a good a good solid step up into maybe being a team that could surprise people. I think Detroit is they're they're probably a little better, but you know if if Minnesota had a quarterback that was that dynamic type like Teddy Bridgewater was supposed to be, um, they would maybe be ready to take that division over. But, you know, as long as Aaron Rodgers is drawing breath, as long as his influence is on that team and you've got Jerron still there and you've got that, you know, McCarthy doing what he does, I think the Packers are clearly the best team there. Yeah, I agree. And and you're right about the Vikings. A good defense will win, but there's just something about Sam Bradford. I don't know if I could ever trust him uh, to, to get to the playoffs. And if he goes down, it's Case Keenum. We're back to the Eagles talk again. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of hard to believe. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm just not the, on the Sam Bad, uh, Bradford train. Uh, the South, as you said, Randy, is going to be is going to be interesting. I mean, the Falcons – I know you're an Atlanta guy, so I know you're going to yeah. expect them to win this division. Uh, but Tampa is going to be better. I think Jameis Winston is going to be good. He's got, I mean, he said Deshaun Jackson. He's got O.J. Howard in there. Uh, the Panthers, it's a hit or miss. And the Saints, I think, are hit or miss. Uh, break down the South for us. Well, I, for starters, I think this there could be three double-digit win teams in this division. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think Atlanta's got that potential. So I think them ending up maybe closer to nine or ten is more realistic, uh, depending on how Dirk Cutter and company can, can sort of handle the expectations. Um, they, they are my pick to win the South. And then you got the puncher's chance teams, you know, like having, having Cam, having the guys that they've got offensively and having Drew Brees still at New Orleans and, you know, still with Sean Payton, the combination of what they can do. I, I give them a, a decent chance, but I think, you know, between Atlanta and Tampa, that's going to be kind of the class, but led by Tampa. I think Tampa wins the South this year. And I think if uh, Tampa wins the South over the Falcons, wow, that is that is yeah. a $64,000 pick right there, Randy. Jeez, over your yeah, hometown you know, squad. I, yeah, yeah, well, I was born in New York and raised in L.A. and played in San Francisco. I got no connections outside of real estate to Atlanta. <laughs> Um, they still have to. They still have to prove that they're not permanently scarred by that trauma. You know, you can you can talk about it all you want. You can do all the Gatorade commercials Matt Ryan wants, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't buy that. You know, you blow a twenty-eight to three lead in a Super Bowl, and you basically just just see a Super Bowl championship and those rings just run down your leg. Um, that has an effect. May not be now, may not be this week, may not be this month, but eventually that's going to come home to roost. I think Dan Quinn's a hell of a coach, but I, I just think that whole thing is going to have its way with them for this year. Yeah. I, I think it could end up being a tie and come down to a tiebreaker in 11 and 5, or 10 and 6 with the Bucks. Um, and if the Panthers win 9 or 10, you could call them the Carolina Christians because it's going to be the Christian McCaffrey show, and he's going to single-handedly win them games just being a running back, receiver, a wildcat quarterback, a slot receiver, outside receiver. I mean, they'll probably put him at tight end. I mean, this guy will play all over the field, um, and he's going to be putting on a show in Carolina. Uh, to the west, uh, Rand. Till Thanksgiving when he hits that rookie wall and suddenly yeah. it's going to look like he's about 
57 years old. Yeah, he, he might not have anything left <laughs> his legs by then. That's right. Um, but, I mean, early on, the first two months, he's going to be fun oh, to watch. Yeah. Uh, to the West, I think we can agree. I mean, it seems like it's the Seahawks division, despite we don't know who the hell is running the ball. We know who's running the ball for them. We don't know who's going to uh, get it on what down. I mean, you have Eddie Lacy, you have ProSize, you have Rawls. They have so many guys in the backfield that it's going to be a lot of mixing and matching. And Eddie Lacy, I know he's cashing checks, but I said this about – my comparison, Randy, is uh, we like Jonah Hill when he's fat. We also like Eddie Lacy when he's fat. I think he's a better running back. Fat, he's more entertaining, but now he's losing weight and cashing out 50000 every time he does. Um, what, what do you think about the Seahawks in the West? I think that's a hell of an analogy, Jake, with <laughs> <laughs> Jonah Hill and Eddie Lacy. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I think Russell Wilson is still going to be the, the guy there. That's going to really determine what they can do. I, I guess you could run the ball extremely effectively. I, I think they had a choice to make two two years or so ago in Seattle, and they decided to stay with their quality guys on D and stay with their skills type guys when it came to money and contracts. And they made a classic mistake. They ignored their offensive line, and nobody in the league is even mildly, mildly afraid of playing Seattle up front. Hmm. And that's not good because that's basically what got them good was, you know, that original group that got to Super Bowls and whatnot. And they're not the same. Their offensive line just is not that good. And, and that'll come home to roost to, you know, even a skinny Eddie Lacy. But eventually <laughs> it'll, it'll weigh a little heavier on Russell Wilson, I think. But they're going to win that division unless – something out of their minds happens with Arians and the cards or if the Rams have a complete out-of-body experience. Which won't happen, yeah. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, and the 49ers, we won't even – I mean, the 49ers, I'm, no. sor- I'm sorry about your former squad. but I'm, No, we, st- we still have some credibility to uphold. We're not even going to go there. <laughs> I mean, if they, win, <laughs> if they win five or more games, I'll be buying some Mega Millions tickets yeah. for sure. But I, you know, I'll be honest, I think they draft somewhere about, about 10 spots or so higher. Than they did last year, uh, they're going to be very improved. And John Lynch, in another year or so after this, is going to have them right there with everybody else. Yeah. So I'll put it at if they went seven or more, I'll I'll purchase Mega Millions tickets. Maybe they went five. There you go. I think that'd be appropriate. <laughs> AFC East. Uh, we know who's winning this division. It's it's the Patriots. But does Miami? A lot of people want to say Miami's right there in the playoff discussion. Do you do you buy that the Dolphins have a shot? I guess, I guess. Did you know? Did 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 Tannehill make a trip to Lourdes and take a bath in those holy waters or something? <laughs> and there, I mean, that's they've got talent, but you're not going to contend in that division. Uh, and the other teams in that division are a great example of it. Um, without real quality play at quarterback, not potential, and not you know, could be good play at quarterback. Now, you've got to have that guy that is really the the go-to guy, and nobody else has that in that division. And that's been the major problem since, you know, whatever example you want, you know, Jay Fielder, Fielder or, you know, you're going to go to Mark Sanchez in New York or whatever. It's just they haven't been able to compete. Yeah, I mean, a lot will ride on Jay Cutler, and if he could come back and – uh 
run the ship there with Tannehill out if, if they can do it. Maybe they're a <laughs> 9-10 win team. Maybe they have a shot at a wild card. Um, but it seems even without Edelman, I mean, this Patriots team, especially adding Dwayne Allen to the fold, if Gronk went down, they have kind of a good replacement here for Martellus Bennett. If Gronk stays healthy, I mean, that one-two punch blocking and receiving, um, it, it just seems unstoppable. Uh, it seems like the Patriots should be the class of the AFC again, you would say, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. I mean, I can't wait to see how the Miami fans react. And, you know, as you know, Jake, the Miami fans can be – a whole cottage industry unto itself mm-hmm. when things aren't going perfect. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I can't wait for the first example of pouty little Jay Cutler on the sideline <laughs> and watching the, all the, the heads will explode, explode in South Florida when that happens. Yeah, and hopefully there are no more Instagrams of Jay Cutler's bare ass on the beach and, south, and down at South Beach. Um, I'd rather see his wife posting those. Those I'm perfectly fine with, and I'll and I'll stare at those pictures whenever. <laughs> um, but I don't need to see Jay Cutler butt naked um, in South Beach. Yeah. Uh, the, only, the only thing worse than that would be him in a song. <laughs> yeah, I mean, soon we're going to see him on the cover of uh, the ESPN nude photo shoot. Uh, to, to the north, I, I think, Randy, it's got to be the Steelers. I j- Andy Andy Dalton is just annoying. I mean, I'm starting him this week in fantasy now that James Winston, that game has been postponed, uh, a rare NFL postponement, but obviously Hurricane Irma. I mean, thoughts mm-hmm. and prayers with everyone down in South smart, Florida. Smart, smart move. Yeah, I agree. It really yeah. is. I mean, the only thing they could have done with smarter would be to not only postpone that game, but also reschedule their, that, that team, those teams' London experience. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they don't have to go London and then play the next week. You know, right away, I because they they do such a nice job of matching those up with mm-hmm. my weeks. Mm-hmm. But that would be the that'd be the perfect scenario. But it didn't happen. Well, it worked out that they both have the same bye week, so that'll be week eleven. So now their bye is week one, which is weird. So now you got to play sixteen straight weeks, which could be a disadvantage. But obviously, you got to look at the weather here and say, hey, we need yeah. to get out of here. And it's so unfortunate that these airlines, Randy, are just skyrocketing their prices for people trying to get out of there it's people could potentially die and you're charging 1500 for a round trip flight yeah yeah i i believe it's not going out on a limb to say that's price gouging yeah but, and I, but and I, people are dying like, there were there were some laws about that so hopefully somebody can step up and even if it's after the fact you know slap a few wrists yeah i mean i'll, I'll say to those people get in a car and hit the road and if if get your playlist ready and go on a road trip, I would say wherever you got to go um, to get out of there. Uh, okay, to the north, Steelers are bust, right? Because I mean, Joe Flacco's back is flaring up. I mean, the Browns are just gonna be fun to watch for Deshaun Kaiser, and it's it's them the them and the Bengals basically. It's got to be the Steelers division, especially with Martavis back this year. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, I, I'm not totally discounting the Bengals, and and not that I'm a gigantic. Andy Dalton fan. Um, they're kind of due to have one of those years, though, because they've been kind of right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like Marvin Lewis. I, I think it's hard not to if you're ever around that guy, not to enjoy Marvin. Um, but it's it's been a frustrating, frustrating, especially for their fans, kind of a team to, to see and watch and, and, and be around. And there's no reason to say they shouldn't be right there with Pittsburgh, but then you could probably say that, what, each of the last three or four years? And Ben doesn't retire. 
Steelers keep playing well. They've got a good offensive line. They keep adding some young talent on the defensive side. Um, I, I think the Steelers, you know, Steelers aren't going to be the top seed in the league or top seed in the conference, but I think they're definitely the class of that division and, you know, a playoff team that has a chance at least to be uh, in a bye situation that first week. Three-time Super Bowl champ Randy Cross joining us on the Jake Brown Show, CBS Sports Network, the Unsafe Spaces USA podcast, as well as you have entered the podcast community here. Um, oh, yeah. It's it's taking over the world. Everyone's doing it. Um, <laughs> Randy, if, if I had to put money on the AFC South, I would not put money on the AFC South because trying to predict this division is so difficult with, one, the Andrew Luck injury, two, what we'll see out of Deshaun Watson, who I love and I thought the Jets should have picked, and I think he's going to be great. But still, yep. it's it's a lot for a rookie to take on. And then the Titans, with Eric Decker added to the fold, and Marcus Mariota another year. I'm not buying anything with the Jaguars as long as Blake Bortles is quarterback. But where do you see the AFC South? How do you see that playing out? I, I see Houston mm-hmm. by virtue of kind of what they have and what they could be. Now, can they win that division? Yeah, they can win that division. Are they going to compete for a Super Bowl? Not with a rookie quarterback, they're not. I mean, but it's just they've got the ability to be the kind of team, as we've seen, you look over the last, let's say, 10 years, the teams that have done well with young quarterbacks. You know, what was the formula in New York with the Jets, with Rex Ryan? He had a really good defense. He had a very good running game. And he had the ability to kind of protect his quarterback with his, the schemes around him. And if, if Houston can do that, they can win this division. Um, you know, the, you'll hear this a lot over the next couple of days, you know, taking that next step. And that's Tennessee's kind of that team for a lot of people. And it's, it's extrapolating forward a little bit to say that they're going to win the division. But I think, you know, Marcus Mariota – is able to take that step in development and being a quarterback more than just being an unbelievable weapon. Um, I think they can be, you know, they've got a decent chance. I believe Houston wins it, but kind of the dark horse, the surprise surprise team, I think that could win that one and and really scare some people is going to be Tennessee. I agree, and I think the problem with Mariota is he hasn't had true weapons, and I think Eric Decker provides him with a weapon. Uh, that he so desperately needed. And the Colts, who knows? I mean, they can't block for Andrew Luck whenever he comes back. His arm's going to fall off because his shoulder's already hurt. He's not healthy going into week one. The Colts haven't really been clear on whether he is healthy or what. Uh, so I think there's a lot of question marks with the Colts. If he plays and he's healthy, though, they're in that race as well. Um, to the to the AFC West we go, Randy. Just before out of curiosity, yeah. now, that, now that the regular season's here, do people actually get to find out what's wrong with Luck? I mean, you would hope so. It's like the Bill Belichick effect. It's like, oh, this guy's on the uh, injury report, but we're not going to tell you what's wrong with him. Uh, yeah, I, what's I, wrong with them? Upper upper extremities. Yeah, <laughs> is your head part of your upper extremities? I'm just not sure. Yeah, yeah, I My, think you're right. Migraine. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> you, you never know with these injuries. I mean. Who knows, but I think Luck will think we'll be ready for week two, but who knows at this point. Finally, before we let you go to the West, where, I mean, this is another great race. The Broncos are still one of the top defenses. The Raiders, I think Carr is going to have an extraordinary year if he could stay on the field. Um, and the Chiefs are right there as well. I mean, there's three teams, and the Chargers are always a dark horse with Philip Rivers, see how they do in a 
in a stadium. It's like they're playing at Madison Square Garden. I mean, it's 25,000 seats. Uh, I don't know how this is going to work, but it's going to be an interesting atmosphere with uh, everyone enclosed in tight. What, what's your outlook here on the West? <laughs> yeah, that, that whole thing. And uh, I believe that place used to be called the Home Depot Center Yep, uh, down there. Um, it, it's going to look interesting when it's full. It's going to look pathetic if it's not full. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the Chargers sort of back themselves into this situation. Uh, I have them personally. I think they're probably tied for third in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Raiders. I think the Raiders have done, you look at McKenzie and from a coach standpoint and the talent and the draft, they've made a lot of really good moves over the last handful or so years. And, you know, I've, if I've got to look at a team on the, on the AFC side, not called the New England Patriots, um, for a Super Bowl team, I mean, I, I really I feel very comfortable saying I could see the Oakland Raiders kind of being that young gun entry to be able to, you know, maybe finish the job, unlike what the Falcons did last year. But, you know, getting David Carr into a game like that, Kansas City maybe not too far behind them, followed by Denver. Yeah, and I, I think you committed something that I do all the time. It's a David Carr instead of Derek Carr. I still do it. Um, yeah, that's true. You're right. <laughs> You're right. He he hasn't quite been the the piñata that his brother was. Has <laughs> I still forget that, and it's amazing that what a time to be in the NFL and and have money on the board because he's him and uh, um, Stafford getting. I mean, guys who haven't won a single playoff game getting paid more than anyone else in the league. Uh, it's, yeah. it's it's a good time to be an athlete and to be life, an athlete life with a free is timing, isn't it, Jake? It's all about timing, man. And people forget about that. It's what I love about all the, you know, the the gnashing of teeth and wailing that when these contracts are signed, he's not worth it. Well, he is if his contract's up. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. Like Carr has not stepped on a playoff field, and he is just a rich man at twenty five million a year. Living large. All right, you. Before we let you go, you you made a right prediction. I think when the playoffs started, uh, saying Patriots, Falcons. What is your Super Bowl prediction right now as we start the season tonight? Uh, if I had to, you know, had to make that choice, I would say uh, Raiders and Cowboys. Ooh, wow! Write it down. The Raiders and the Cow- So who wins it? Uh, probably Cowboys. Wow. The Cowboys are Randy Cross 2017-2018 Super Bowl champions. Incredible. Uh, I like the pick. It's it's a unique pick, and it's definitely possible if Zeke comes back, he's on the field, and they have all the pieces in place, and the Raiders, I'll be rooting for them. Um, Randy Cross, Randy Cross FB on Twitter. Catch him on CBS Sports Network, and the and you catch him call the Navy game this weekend. Unsafe Spaces USA podcast. Randy, good uh, catching up with you, and uh, enjoy your weekend there. Thanks, Jake. All the best. All right, take care, man. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 